Main Street to Wall Street, global business celebrity and former Fortune 100 C-suite executive Jeffrey Hazlett takes you inside the good, the bad, and the ugly of businesses today. Saddle up. It's time for All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Well, today we have a truly exceptional guest joining us. He's not just a speaker. He's a survivor, a leader, and a beacon of resilience. My guest is Dave Sanderson, president of Dave Sanderson Speaks International. Now, many of you might remember Dave as the last passenger off U.S. Airways Flight 1549, better known as the Miracle on the Hudson. His story is one of survival, of turning adversity into triumph and leadership that inspires. So get ready for a conversation that goes beyond the surface, one that delves into the heart of resilience, leadership, and the indomitable human spirit. Dave, welcome to All Business with Jeffrey Hazel. Hey, Dave, first of all, congratulations on the 15th anniversary of the Miracle on Hudson, because your story of survival during the Miracle on the Hudson is nothing short of remarkable. Now, my first question to you is, how did that experience reshape your outlook on life and what were the key takeaways that continue to fuel your journey today? Well, thank you very much, Jeffrey. That event was an amazing event. And thank you so much for C-Suite and you participating. Yeah, I mean, when people ask me that, the biggest takeaway I had is I realized that I was probably pretty judgmental. And I realized as I went through this that, uh, you know, if I could just check that, check that at the door, say, be less judgmental, how could that change my life? And that one thing, Jeffrey, really opened up so many more doors for me when I said, you know what, uh, I, I, this, until I understand somebody's backstory and understand where they came from, let's just take them for face value. And that opened up so many doors for me. And that's, that's probably the biggest, biggest lesson. But there were many, many takeaways from this. Number one, you know, how, how people need to lead when they're asked to lead in that defining yeah. moment. Because as you know, I think some other people may know, on the, when I went out the right side of the plane, there was no crew. The crew went out the left side of the plane. So the right side of the plane had to be managed by passengers who had zero training, zero experience. But what you learn in leadership, as you know, and a lot of people know, is this. It's not about the situation. It's about leading people and how you influence people and how you can bring people's patterns to build rapport quickly to get an outcome. I think that was probably one of the biggest takeaways from that experience. You know, it's amazing because you say the right side of the plane, left side. The right side was the Jersey side. The left side was the New York side. Most people don't know that Hudson separates uh, New York and New York City from Jersey. So it's kind of an interesting, uh, you know, split of the kind of people that were on each side of that. So you've become uh, a symbol of leadership, Dave, without question. You've been a good friend of mine for a number of years that I've been able to know you. Well, well now, over, I think, about 10, 15 years for, for certain, what's the secret sauce to leading, not just in good times, but in those moments when everything's hitting the fan, how do you keep soaring when the turbulence hits? Yeah, thank you for asking that question, Jeffrey. And I've been honored to have that, this relationship with you for that long. First is you have to be able to manage your mind or manage your state. That's number one, number one thing, because if you lose your mind, everybody else around you may lose, lose their minds likewise. So I think number one is how do you manage your state? And I, you know, there's three ways to do that through your physiology, what your internal dialogue is, and what you focus on. And but I think the real thing, when you when that defining moment comes, you get, leaders need to be able to do two things. First, they got to be extremely resourceful. 
they, you know, it's not about the resources you don't have. It's about what resources, how you use the ones you do have. And that day we didn't have many resources. So we had to be very resourceful. But second, and I think this is the key tenant, and you see this from the, from the crew that day to the passengers and even the first responders, is you've got to be able to make a decision and follow through immediately. You don't have time to mess around and think, okay, what do I do now? What do I do now? you got to make a decision and act on it, and hopefully it's going to be the right decision at least 51% of the time. But I think those are the two key tenets, resourcefulness and the ability to make a decision. Well, you had a few moments, not much. I mean, you guys took yeah. off, immediately had the bird strike. And then all of a sudden, I think the captain, all he did was come on say and said, brace for impact, right? And then the crew started yelling, heads down, stay down, heads yeah. down, stay down. I remember right. that. And I remember even read, I went back and read the transcripts of the of the yeah. inquiry, which was interesting. So uh, what was going through your head when that came on and said, what were you doing? I mean, you had to make those decisions. Yeah, and that's, you know, for the first probably minute and a half to two minutes, no one knew what was really going on until he said his famous words, this is your captain brace for impact. And that's the moment where I needed to get my, my act together. And, you know, because, you know, I had to manage my state because now yeah. you're looking out the window and all I saw was Manhattan and a bridge coming up. And, and when he said that, as we were crossing over the George Washington is when he said those words. And when I looked out the window, you could see people's faces. So you knew you were really close to the bridge. So first thing I had to do is get my state managed. So I had to do that through the way I focused that day. I had to start talking to myself and focusing on what I had to do. And one of the things I learned in business, and which I've used in athletics, and as you know, when I went back to swim with the SEALs and special operations, is I had, you have to have a game plan. And I knew if I had a game plan, if I survived, at least I had a game plan. And my game plan was I'll help out. So the first thing I did is after I got my mind said, okay, focus, focus, focus. I had to have a game plan, and I just kept saying in my head, I'll up out, I'll up out, I'll up out. So if I survive, now I know what I'm going to do. So I had certainty. Because one of the things about certainty, you know, leadership is this, the person with the most certainty in the most uncertain moment becomes a leader. It doesn't matter if you're the janitor or you're the CEO. If you give certainty to people, they look to you for leadership. And that's pretty much what I thought I had to do, and hopefully I executed that day. You know, Dave, it, it just, uh, I know you as a business executive, right? Yeah. But now, of course, now you're an author, uh, great, great bestseller moments, you know, Moments Matter, a new book, which we'll talk about in a minute. But you didn't have a lot of this training that I would see. I mean, I hear you using the words, you know, the plan, this, yeah. this, and this. Some of that stuff's in business, but a lot of this is about personal leadership. Where did you, where did you gain those skills? Well, thank you for that, because, you know, uh, my, my second book, From Turmoil to Triumph, really talks about how I got those skill sets. And that really came to me when I was blessed to find my first mentor in 1984. His name was Bill, and he taught me over the 13-year period the mindset of success. And, you know, I was it was an amazing experience. And one of the things Jeffrey, he did for me, which a lot of people don't know, and I now I'm talking about a little bit more, is... He had his what he called his kitchen cabinet, and these were the CEOs of like Duke Energy or Duke Power back then. And back then it was Nations Bank, which is now Bank of America, the people he ran with. And occasionally when they had their, their power lunches, he would invite me in just to sit there and I would listen to what these gentlemen were talking about. So I got the mindset early of my understanding is how did these leaders of then leaders back in the 80s and early 90s, what they were thinking and how they went about conducting their business, which helped me learn some of these skill sets. So when, when my time had to come, you know, at least I had a, a basis for how, how a leader thinks and how, how people execute at the highest levels of, uh, of economic and financial industries. 
That's amazing. Mentors uh, played uh, a big role in a lot of leaders' lives and continue in everyone's lives. And we can learn a lot from other people. And speaking about learning a lot, I need to take a quick break and learn from these sponsors that make all business happen every single week on C-Suite Radio and C-Suite TV. We'll be right back. C-Suite Radio. Hey, we are back right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlitt on C-Suite Radio and C-Suite TV, an award-winning podcast. And we're talking to Dave Sanderson, author of the book, Moments Matter. And of course, we're talking about his new book coming up. But I want to talk about resilience, Dave, because it's clear that's a term that's thrown around a lot, okay? But brother, you have lived it. How do you redefine resilience? And what's your message to those that might be facing their own miracle on the Hudson moment in life or in business? Well, thank you for asking that question, Jeffrey, because the most often asked question I still get almost 15 years later is how did you get back on a plane after you went through a plane crash? And what now I've interpreted that as if people are asking, how do you bounce back and get that resiliency out of a traumatic experience? How did you do it? And there was a lot of things that I did. But I think one of the, it really comes down to that mindset. And one of the things I tell people is, I, what I've, especially I found out of COVID. This is really start, when my mind started thinking about COVID and everything happened. Because as you know, it, we hit COVID and all of a sudden we had social justice questions. We had police questions. We had an election. And things were stacking on people. And what I kept hearing over and over with the business people and other people I talked to is they were blaming things. Yeah. I said, if you keep blaming things, you can never give yourself an opportunity to grow. So I think the first thing you got to do to build resiliency is stop blaming things. Take personal responsibility for everything. And that way you own it. You own your own emotions. You own the way you respond. And I think that was my fat, one of the fastest ways that I built my resiliency to be able to handle things now. I feel when something happens and it's great. I have a problem. It gives me the opportunity to grow. Just reframing how I did that. Well, it's amazing because you talk about how did people get back on an airplane, but some people went off that onto the wing, were rescued by the ferry, taken back over to the New York or the Jersey side, and then jumped in a cab, a cab, and then went to the airport and went home that day within hours of the crash. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, that's one of the things. That's why, as you know, that's why the authorities talked to another gentleman and me, because everybody started going to other places. Yeah. That is, I was, I was really amazing that some of those people got back very quickly and said, you know, I got to get out of here. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think it's it's, it's amazing. I, I don't judge anybody because you had to do what you had to do in that moment of time. Right. Um, but some of us, you know, had maybe a different perspective on how to sort of how to handle things and bounce back. And I think that's one of the reasons my TED talk went the way it did. How went viral because people are thriving to understand how do you bounce back? How do you get that resiliency? Because that is what people are thriving for now because of the state of uncertainty not only in the economic world, but in the world in general. Yeah. And by the way, survival is one thing. And I love the word thriving. Okay. Cause that's really important and driving. Right. So what are some of the tactical triumphs, the strategies, mindset shifts, or whatever it takes that you've used and recommend to others to go from a survival mode to a thriving mode? Uh, yeah. And I think one of the things I learned, Jeffrey, is, is that the meaning you attach to things. And that's, that's the first thing that I had to really do. First, after I have to manage my state and constantly in my mind, right? Because that's, that's a full-time job for some of us. And still every day I've got to do that. And the way I do that is actually get up early and work out to get my mind, mind in the right state. But it really comes down to what's the meaning you attach to something that produces the emotions that you have. And the emotion that you have at that moment is your life. 
So you got to be able to understand how to reframe the meanings that you have. And the people who can reframe meanings are the ones who can bounce back and, and go forward much more, much quicker. That was really the first thing that I did. The second thing that I did, and one of the things I learned through my time with Tony Robbins, is you got to get it out of your body. And some of the people who were challenged that day, you know, kept going in and kept really running it through your mind. What I did was different. What I did is I start speaking that next weekend. Just I was asked to speak at my church, so I did. And I really realized that the more I got it out of my body, the more those anything negative got out of my body. And that mm -hmm. helped me grow much, much quicker. So those two things, meaning and being able to get it out of your body to change it, change that very quickly, helped me tremendously. Yeah, get that bad stuff out. Get it out. The best, that's the best way to be able to do it. And you mentioned Tony Robbins. Of course, you were director yeah. of security. So I want to let folks know about that. And you've got a new book coming out, The Limitless Life. Now, why did you write this particular book? And how can someone who is going through a challenging time in their life turn it around and into a victory? Well, thank you for asking. This This book really came about about a year ago when I was actually doing a series of, of little videos. And someone said, hey, that's a book. And I said, really? He said, yeah, that's a book. So what I did is I, I took those lessons because The Limitless Life really is a part three of, uh, of my series. Because what I did, Jeffrey, and I love Star Wars. I'm a kid of the 70s. So I love Star Wars. I'm going to admit <laughs> it. And, you know, what Star Wars was brilliant because they had the, the story of Luke and Darth Vader. Then they went back to tell how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. Then they went forward. So I, I set up this, this whole book series the same way. Moments Matters about that day, about the skills I had to use. From turmoil to triumph is about how did I get there? How did I learn this? And the limitless life is about the lessons I learned out of that experience that helped me grow to a place where now I'm like I'm with you today and I'm being able to do things around the world and impact people's lives. So the limitless life is really about the 15 lessons for January 15th. I did it intentionally like that, FYI. Uh, to be able to give 15 lessons to people I've learned out of the experience to be able to not only bounce back, you can take it individually or collectively, but it's these lessons that I learned that now I'm teaching the people that can't leave. I mean, stuff that we all know, but all I've done is be able to condense it to help people compress decades into days to getting an outcome. Well, as I recall, you said the 15th, the 15th anniversary yep. of the Miracle on Hudson uh, on January the 15th, which just passed some time ago. Yep. And then weren't you in the 15th row as well? I was just C15A, I was a C15A, and just a little tidbit that I'm going to reveal, uh, you know, I revealed at our event was that the time the plane went down was 1,500 hours and 27 minutes. Wow. 327. So, so it might not be the new, the, the new lucky number to bet on is not seven anymore. It's 15, okay? It's 15. It's 15. That's yep. great. Yep. That's yeah, it's, it's just amazing. By the way, Dave, you are one of the nicest men I've ever met, person. Let's just say person, you. you know, men and women. And you really truly are. You're gracious and everything. And I always talk about in this fast-paced world that we live in, it's adapt or die. I mean, you have yeah. to do that. Change, adapt, or die. So yeah. I want to know, because you've grown over the years that I've known you. I've seen you from when right. you first started you know, speaking right. about this and where you're at today, how do you stay relevant? What's your approach to staying ahead of the curve and ensuring that your message remains impactful in changing times? Well, you know, one of the things I learned a long time ago when this whole thing started is, is about relevancy. And, you know, I, I had the opportunity years ago, Jeffrey, to escort a gentleman named General Colin Powell. Oh, yeah, great and, guy. Hey, I, only, I, got I, got to, I got to sit next to him on a plane. That's the closest I got to <laughs> 
And I got to go with him on an elevator and escort him one day. And I was like, it was an amazing learning experience. And one thing he talked about is the ability for him to be stay relevant, right? After he got out of being the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, he had that point in time. And he said, his mindset goes, how can I keep relevancy? How can I still impact the country? So, you know, that word relevancy has been in my mind. It's like, in the way I have done it, in the way I sort of watch other people do it, is I just keep up on what, what's going current, what's, what's really going out in that world right now. What's, what's the biggest issue the world's got going on by speaking to CEOs, CFOs, entrepreneurs, leaders in athletics? And why that term? And right now, you know, I, what, what, my whole focus is how to help people create opportunity out of uncertainty because the world is uncertain. So all I do is I, I stay up, I, I focus, I read a lot, I listen to a book every week, I do audio books, so that way I can get books done pretty quickly and find out what is going on in the world so I can stay relevant with the message. Because this, as you know, the Miracle on the Hudson, it is a, it, it is a story, not only a story, but it's a, 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 a business. You look at it from a business perspective, all the lessons you learn about business out of this, I mean, it's an amazing story. And I, when I break things down for people, it's like, all right, did you think about leadership? Do you think about all these different aspects of business happened on that plane that day? Yeah, and it's such an inspiring story. I know it's one of the few movies that every time I watch it, the you know, in terms of that experience, the Sully piece of it, it, it just makes me cry. It's amazing to see yeah. that that many people survived. Only a few accidents, only a few people were injured, but yet everybody walked away alive. And it's just, everything came together, which is amazing. So Dave, we got about a minute left. And yeah. and I, if you couldn't distill your experiences into a few words of wisdoms for our audience, what would they be? What's the core message you want people to take away from your story and certainly from your work? Well, thank you. I think number one is everybody in this world is going to have what I call a personal plane crash experience. Something's going to happen. And I, I don't care if you're the queen of England or you're the person at the lowest levels. Something's going to happen. So you got to you got to have the mindset that you got to be prepared. So what I talk about is those who have the humility to prepare have the confidence to execute in that moment. So don't, you, know, you got to humble yourself. You're never, you've always got to keep learning. You always got to keep on, on improving your mind. And I do that through personal development and other ways. But I think once again, if you settle down, I think the people like the captain, the crew, and some of the pastors had that preparation, had the humility to prepare to make sure that day everybody was able to execute. And that's what, that's what this whole event was about when we hit New York is those first responders did it over and over. They prepared and they executed to turn a potential tragedy into a miracle. Well, it's amazing. Right time, right place. And we learned all about it, that moments matter. And certainly those moments matter and you can lead a limitless life. So there we go. Talking with Dave Sanderson. Make sure that you go out and get this new book. It's going to be better than the first one. I By far, it'll certainly be a great, great roadmap for you to lead a better life. So Dave, thanks for joining us right here in All Business with Jeffrey Hazel on C-Suite Radio and C-Suite TV. Thank you very much. Hey, at the end of every show, I like to talk about what I learned. And today it was about action. You know, in that moment, moments matter. And Dave knew what to do. He thought it through. He had a game plan. So acting in a game plan. And by the way, if you have a game plan and you don't act, well, you could very well die. And that's what we learned right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. All about resilience and all about taking that action, putting your plan into place, 
and making it happen. That's what's going to make you a winner and a survivor. Right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazel on C-Suite Radio and C-Suite TV. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by C-Suite Radio, a podcast network featuring today's top business experts and is part of the C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of C-Suite executives. Find this and other business podcasts on c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.